Hi, I'm Billy. She, they. And I'm Jordan. She, her. And this is the Rebel Movement Podcast. The show where we are declaring freedom from diet culture and toxic positivity, from mental health, diet culture in the fitness industry, to pregnancy, postpartum, and everything else in between, we're here to talk about it. This is a Rebel Movement. Hi. How's it going? Not too bad this evening. I always feel this like weird pressure to look good um, right before we start <laughs> recording, even though oh. <laughs> nobody's going to see my shiny face but you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to like swallow and make sure there's no extra spittle in my mouth before I speak. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely felt like that a little bit too. Like, um, and then the last, I don't even know, last like a couple of weeks I've been like, eh. I'll just wear pajamas or like whatever yeah no I mean like my face like I just want like the camera oh, to be yeah. angled well but oh yeah I yeah <laughs> I get that that part I like for people who I mean I was gonna say for people who can't see like no, none of you can see <laughs> I record in a room that I like I basically there's a gigantic window right it's your behind studio my face. yeah <laughs> yeah so like has like my like music stuff in it and a bunch of plants and a gigantic window so like I don't even know if you can see my face sometimes <laughs> sometimes I the curtains today but and I'm in my um <laughs> neon green basement mm-hmm. with my plywood <laughs> stairs behind me yeah so now you have visuals for now you know what we look what, like what and my face is just like. incredibly shiny for some reason lighting slash it's, it's light, uh yeah. 35 million degrees outside yeah yeah it's it sometimes I don't clue in how hot it is outside and I just like go my whole day if, if I'm like not not going out anywhere like why do I feel so weird in my yeah. head and in my body it's and like boiling. then I look at the temperature and I'm like oh right you're hot you're overheated <laughs> yep yeah yeah I've been trying to do some like I have a couple like courses online that I have signed up for um but I'm still having such trouble concentrating and I think part of it's the heat um but also I just started reading this book yesterday and cannot put it down <laughs> and I'm I have like five pages left nice that's all that I did today today and yesterday basically I mean I did do some work stuff but I just can't I like can't put it down <laughs> I'm in a stage with reading where like I it's just before I start reading again that's the stage I'm in Mm. so I haven't read anything since university and non-academic stuff since before I started university Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I started when I was 18 so it's over a decade ago I think is the last time I really feel like I read for pleasure maybe like one or two books between now and then but like less than five for sure in the last decade mm-hmm. um and I really do enjoy reading um and then with school it was just like all academic stuff which was a lot of fun but not mm-hmm. pleasure you know yeah um and so now I'm just in a stage where I'm accumulating a lot of books like I see a lot of like oh this looks like an interesting book and so I'll buy it and so my bedside mm-hmm. table has like six books just like, stacked <laughs> on it <laughs> Yeah. And then I dug out some old books that I already have that I was like, oh, I meant to read this. And, you know, I've never gotten around to this one. So just piling up in all the places. So I think hopefully the next phase is just Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually starting to read books. Yeah. But it's like, at least I feel 
like I want to start reading again. So that's, yeah. that's different <laughs> than is. absolutely not wanting to. Yeah. Yeah. I very much relate. When I was little, when I was a kid, I loved reading. And then as soon as like, I don't know when, but like college and for a while, like a long time after college, I just stopped because it was, I was always reading things that I had to read in like mm-hmm. high school. And some, I'd like some of the high school English, English books actually, but um, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of a stubborn person. So I was told like, you have to read this, you have to read this. I just stopped reading altogether. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how I started writing music too. They're like, this is how you have to write music. That part like, of theory. No, and then I was fine. like, no, nope doing it myself doing my own way um so it, it was like a long time till like I, I think it was like probably about 10 years as well like I just wasn't reading for pleasure mm-hmm. and I think last year I think it was last year I started again I picked up um where the crawdads sing mm-hmm. and then just immediately was like oh this is why I liked reading like I forgot that I loved it so much so last year I set a goal of like I think I read 23 books but some of them are like really thin like really short makes they still count count, though they still count (laughs) they still count yeah Yeah. so it's been and I guess for for those I wasn't sure if I should say it but um for those who were like why are you not telling me what the book you can't put the title is yeah it's um it's called Faux by Ian Reid okay I've never read a book by Ian Reid before he's actually from from town um or at least I think he he used to come into the coffee shop I worked at all the time but <laughs> it's kind of a I, I'm not very good at genres but it yeah. is definitely eerie I would say like a psychological thriller maybe mm-hmm. don't like quote me on that um but from the very beginning it's just you're like hooked because you're like what the fuck is going on and then I just you know like a whole day later I'm like pretty much done the book I'm like, yeah. like it's not even 24 hours ago that I started um which is fun. Yeah, I yeah. think a big problem with me in reading is I don't know what I don't want to be disappointed and I don't want to waste my time. Um yeah. <laughs> so and also it's like how I felt about like you know movies like Avatar where like there's just so much hype and I went to go watch it. And I was like it's good, mm. but it's not it wasn't it wasn't oh, that good. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it was good. Um but I mean, I heard about the hype for like three weeks. And so like a, a book, like where the crawdad's saying, everybody who reads it says it's fantastic, but like, yeah. is it, but now you're not gonna... is it that, like, I don't yeah. know, is it going to be that good? Like, <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't know and if also... it was just because it was the first book I read yeah. in a long time, or if it was like really good, I don't know, but. Yeah, and I have a really hard time figuring out what the genre I like is. Yeah. I used to really like apocalyptic fiction, like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. stuff uh, when I was like a teenager. But then it, it got too real. So I can't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> uh, and then the last book I like truly enjoyed was a Mordecai Richler one. And pretty much anything he writes, I'll, I'll read. Or anything mm-hmm. he's written, I will read. Um, right. And so that was Barney's version. And I really, really liked that. And then now the book, the only book I've semi-started is, um, is it Jacob then and now so hmm. it's really good I it just right. uh, it's the same thing with my like taste in, in film it's like um I, I like like stuff that's like not slice of life in like a cheesy way but like very much um like you just walk into someone's life at a random moment and then you just leave at a random moment like I don't want closure I don't want you to tie up all the loose ends like I just want to like be a fly on the wall in someone's house for like an hour and then leave. Um, yeah. And that's, 
So yeah, so that's what I, I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what I'm into, which yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, like let's let's get into yeah, let's get into it. Um, I'll say first, just just yeah, do it. Um, one thing, just a friend of mine has said to me, <laughs> life is too short for boring books. So yeah. like, you give yourself to permission yeah. to just like say fuck it. I've done it's that done. twice yeah. this year, and I still counted it as a book read because I did put effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just sucks it's not my fault yeah, it wasn't good it just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what um, are we talking about today okay so um the semi segue is that uh so, <laughs> so i uh in university i studied uh like my whatever my degree is in um cultural studies and, and canadian studies and film studies so uh really really enjoy uh film and media and the way anyways I could get too academic about it I'm not going to (laughs) I like I like the way it reflects the like our world to us um and the way that you know different people can tell their stories and and all this kind of stuff I think it's really interesting um that's super reductive um but anyways hope you get the idea so something that I have like so there's that and then the other piece is like we know that diet culture is kind of everywhere all the time. Um, it really does shape. I mean, I, I can't say the whole world, but like at least in North American culture, it seems to be part of absolutely anything that you come in contact with throughout your day and throughout your life. Um, so there's like little moments. Um, and a lot of these examples are going to be from like film and TV. Um, but they're, I think they're just like a reflection of our attitudes towards diet culture. Um, So even though they're not like technically in the real world, real world people wrote these things, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And played them out. So they are a reflection of of our attitudes. Um, And so I I call it like sneaky diet culture. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really mean that in a very like quiet, sneaky way. Um, cause I, I was looking for other examples. So I like just researched sneaky diet culture and like what people were writing was like, it was too obvious. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I was thinking a lot more of like the really covert things. And so obviously these things are also, um, like inherently fat phobic because a lot of diet culture messaging or sorry, all of diet culture messaging is going to be fat phobic uh, or racist in like some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just like the values that diet culture is based off of. Um, so like the first example that like, I kind of like, I don't know, defines what sneaky diet culture is for me is like, um, there's two like TV show moments I can think of that have this exact same like comment or plot point. Um, and it's just this like weird idea that women don't weigh more than like 110 pounds yeah it doesn't matter uh who they are what uh how big they are really what size they are how tall they are um where they come from um so there's one moment in the office um at like the fuck, uh like the fire safety training um the cold open for that one Mm-hmm. um where Dwight like lights the fire and like everyone's freaking out and everyone has to leave right yeah so then Oscar climbs into the like 
the ceiling and Angela like wants to throw the cat and then she's like take me too and he's like I can't you're too heavy and she says I only weigh 82 pounds and it's just like mm-hmm. it's a like it's a moment that stood out to me more as I watched it I've watched the show so many times but it stood <laughs> out more recently than it did before mm-hmm. when I was like I don't I don't think you weigh 82 pounds like I understand it's a, it's a joke she's what I'm so mm-hmm. like I'm so light like there's no way like she's a very small person there's no way I'm too heavy for you to bring up you just don't want to carry me up mm-hmm. that's the joke but it's just it's an odd number to pull out for a full-grown woman who is yeah. by all accounts healthy you know like doesn't seem to be anything overtly um wrong with her health they've never mentioned in the show it's just it's very lightweight to be as an adult i'm not saying that adults can't be 82 pounds it just i don't you know it's odd and the other one is like it is like a whole story in scrubs about how um elliot i think she weighs like 118 pounds or something but her character is like 5'8 or 5'9 um yeah and it's a whole thing uh because you know the other character uh, you know, in this episode has to be anorexic because she's 110 pounds or hundred something pounds and five, eight. Um, but you know, Elliot, they, they do say like, maybe, you know, if you're thinking that she's underweight, you're probably also underweight. Um, but they don't really address it beyond like that one episode. Um, and I, the reason that this, I don't know, has, stuck with me so much this week is so there's this idea that like women in in tv and film and like bridget jones like we can go back further and further and further whenever weight is brought up it's never really higher i think 115 is probably like the highest that you'll hear mm-hmm. um because obviously only like the skinny characters will say what their weights mm-hmm. are usually you know like unless it's some like a weird weight loss joke or, or plot point um, I hope this is making sense. It's not too rambly. Yeah. Um, no, it's making sense. Okay. Um, I just think And I think the way, like the reason this is odd also, it's like I was, as a reel popped up on Instagram. Um, I'm never going to be cool enough for TikTok. So whenever I see these things, it's going to be on Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, someone was like, the comment that the reel was replying to was like, there's no way you're one, 150. Um, and you know, she like stepped onto the scale. She was like, nope, bud, like, this is what 150 looks like. Um, so I guess like the bigger message or whatever lesson I'm trying to pull out of all this is like, one, there's no way that the women in the shows are the weights that they're saying. It's just that we've equated like these weights with like what a good healthy woman should weigh, right? Is under 115. God forbid you tip the scale at 130. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's too much. Something needs to be done about this. So much so that we don't even understand in our daily life what a weight looks like. Like, not that these things matter, but like that it's our ideas of what healthy looks like. And then what that translates to in a number have so mm-hmm. distorted our understanding of these numbers mm-hmm. um, that like, I don't know. I just feel like it creates a lot of I, it just sets the stage for a lot of unnecessary body dysmorphia. Um, because yeah. if you do step on a scale and your weight is at 130, you go, oh, fuck, I'm clearly overweight because I've never heard of someone being this weight and being healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, it's, it's not true is what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, yeah. that uh, 
we put obviously like too much um, emphasis on on these numbers and and what they mean. But it's just, anyways, that's like a sneaky diet culture moment for me. Is like just understanding that like this weight means you're good, and if you're above that, you can't possibly like it's impossible for you to be above that and be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, I'm just trying, I was just trying to think if I've ever heard of other weights in TV and movies and stuff, but I don't know. That's just thing, like, it's like something I never, I mean, I probably did notice, especially when I was younger. Um, it's, it's very it definitely like, was like a, probably a factor in my head mm-hmm. because even in high school or earlier when people would make a comment like trying to say like that someone was sorry I just annoying yeah. that they even think about <laughs> someone trying <laughs> to make an insult that like someone is like fat which yeah. isn't an insult in the first place but I know that's not what we're talking about um they'd say like 200 pounds but 200 pounds is still it's not nothing but a lot it really, there's so many other factors that go into what that weight is going to be Mm -hmm. and your overall actual health. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that it's just a tiny speck um, on your chart of like health and where you fall. Right. It, it, it's not even a health factor. It's just like a random detail. No, That's what I mean. Like it's a factor in, in the sense of like, we're going to look at all these facts right we're going to look mm-hmm. at all these different numbers pulled from different sources and then you know we could start to see trends or whatever and like because if you started at 200 and like three weeks later you're coming in and you're 140 like there's an issue there you know that mm-hmm. that's too much like what happened is there you know cancer is there some other kind of illness like drastic weight loss is not good so like yes having mm-hmm. that number there is going to be part of your overall health picture yeah. but um it's not the be all and end all, you know what I mean? Like, like, let's say Elliot is 118 and totally fine. And like, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, this is the weight that she is meant to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I guess it's, oof, what was I going to say? Um, how you, like your mental state is also an important factor in this health is not mm-hmm. just your body weight I guess mm-hmm. or the way that your physical body is healthy or unhealthy um, I don't know I find those terms really like gray now um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah anyways like I just yeah it just the way that weight is portrayed in film and then like it yeah. distorts our understanding of weight um, which is truly just like it's relational right so it's an object's relationship with gravity is the weight of it Mm. um it really can't tell us much more than how much something weighs yeah it reminds Um, me of this is not as sneaky but this reminds me of like in movies and tv how it's always it's like very rarely the main character who's in like a bigger appearing body and that's not like a factor in them like in their journey like often you'll see like there's um 
like when they go to like they find their love at the end of the rom-com or whatever mm-hmm. they've like mysteriously lost all this weight and they're like oh they're so beautiful now even mm-hmm. though they were before or they're like going through a hard time so like oh magically just gain a bunch of weight and it's like such a it's like very very often especially mainstream movies and tv it's so like often communicated as a this bad thing that's like holding you back from finding your real true love or like to being a successful like whatever you're doing or no that was actually exactly my second point was that I actually wrote getting your shit together slash setting a good example because those are two like separate plot points usually they always include this element of weight loss that's either like it's said out loud like you know I need to you know, get in shape or I need to eat, they'll say that, or they'll just showcase, um, like restrictive eating and working out in some form. So they might yeah. not say it out loud, but usually those are factors. The person will start running, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which like, or it's like a point know. of comedy. Yes. So yeah, it's, uh, weight is usually a point of comedy, but like usually, uh, a person when they're like trying to like get them back or, like level up their life or whatever mm-hmm. um that'll almost always include an element of some kind of element of weight loss um because it's always equate like there's like we've talked about this before but there's like the morality of it that like mm-hmm. good people want to lose weight so yeah good people want to lose weight so good people um yeah you know whatever um so like if you want to like be better then you're going to have to commit to like being healthier in quotes um which equals losing weight um like that's why you know you're not getting promoted it's because you're a lazy piece of shit and you weigh so much uh you know, that's why you can't ever get a date. That's why nobody's asking you to come to the wedding. That's why, like, you know, yeah, it's it's because you're too lazy and you're too fat. Yeah. Um, and we have, and we wonder why it's like we're, we like leave diet culture, and then when we slip up and we like have a hard time with how we feel in our bodies, we're like, oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah, There's I just nothing. Wrong. No, like we've been taught in everywhere we look about diet culture nonsense Mm -hmm. and so therefore we've learned all of this like internalized fat phobia that comes out in how we see our bodies and how we see other bodies and it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like we're not trying hard enough it's but it takes a long time to unlearn this shit Mm -hmm. um and the other things are not so much in film although you'll see you'll see these uh themes um so one is, is this kind of the same It's the idea, like when people talk about like cleaning up your diet or doing a reset or detox, I mean, that that's just restrictive eating. So, um, mm-hmm. like right there, that's diet culture stuff. It's, they'll sell it to you as like, you know, you know, caring about yourself or caring about your family or, um, you know, committing to a healthier lifestyle. That's a good popular one right now. Um, but anything that is telling you that there are good foods and bad foods, or that there are times of day to be eating and times of day to not be eating, or that, you know, 
uh, you shouldn't be eating, I don't know, a meal that's bigger than the size of your hand or whatever they want to use to like help guide you along this, that that's a diet right there. And that's just mm-hmm. working into diet culture mentality. And it, you yeah. might not be seeing, able to see it at first because mm-hmm. marketing is really, really good and very appealing. Um, but it will become more and more obvious um, the further you go into it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I don't know what order to do these in. I wrote them in the wrong order. Um, One really weird aside that diet culture and wellness industry crossover is um, I saw it in one place, but I, I, I know it exists in other places. So I was in, um, it's going to sound really fancy. I was in park city, uh, Utah for the Sundance film festival one time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Incredible. But I was looking for a yoga studio um, on some downtime that I was apparently going to have. And, um, <laughs> I like yin yoga. I like to move really slowly. I like to hang out in positions for a really long time. Uh, so I was you know, looking for a studio that did that. And, um, the studio that I found that was within, you know, close enough driving distance. Um, uh, they had this class on Fridays called, um, detox to retox. <laughs> So this is like, like wellness culture, diet culture, fuckery right here. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that you, you you detox in class, um, you do your yin yoga and you get all zened up or whatever the fuck they want to tell you. Mm -hmm. And then everyone goes out drinking afterwards. (laughs) The amount of people that do that in the reverse order too, for hot yoga, I just got to say, as someone who's hot yoga, yoga, that's a terrible idea. First off, Mm -hmm. that's just. They wouldn't let you in a sauna at the gym after you start drinking. <laughs> but yeah. Don't go. No. Okay. No. We don't understand how the body works. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, for detox to retox too. Um, but it, it, it's almost like it, it, the irony bothers me, but also um, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to go to yin and then go do, go drink afterwards. That's fine. Yeah. But it's the same thing as this, like, like wine culture, you know, like, um, or like, uh, like you're paying it, it's not pay it for it. It's like, a, uh, like you're, doing you know what I mean? Like earn. you're, you're like, yeah, exactly. You're atoning yeah. for your sins in advance or something. It, but yeah, yeah I, there's like a catchier Gross. phrase. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's like, oh, but I did, I did this good thing. So I'm allowed to just like be a little bad. Um, oh, that, <laughs> you know? that is a sneaky yeah. culture thing. That's a sneaky culture thing. It's like a birthday. Just be like, bad. Just, how about it's, it's not bad meal. to eat cake or yeah. to eat? whatever i know i went off on a huge tangent to kyle about this uh my partner <laughs> when i was talking about like my ideas so i was mm-hmm. like it's like the concept um oh fuck me why is everything you slipping out my mind it's because you're sleep deprived jordan okay um yeah. <laughs> uh oh it was like um oh like uh calories don't count if they're ice cream or like um a really long time ago i saw uh if nobody this is a dangerous one. If nobody sees it, then the calories don't count. Mm-hmm. So IE, if you're oh. binge eating in the dark, in the middle of the night, it's fine. Cause the calories don't count. Wow. That no. just reminded me. That's, that's fucking dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous. I'm not saying if you want to sit on the floor of your kitchen in the dark and eat ice cream, have at, but if you're doing it with a sense of shamefulness yeah. or you have to be sneaky and and hide this and there's a lot of yeah of shame and mm-hmm. around that activity then that's not healthy if you're yeah. doing it 
because it sounds like a fun time to you, then that's a different story. Yeah, yeah I don't think we're going to make our time cut off this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so that's, that's that. Um, and mm. then the idea that like a healthy meal always includes a salad. And this one here for me, um, a lot of this thinking comes from, I think it's your, I'll get the name right in the, in the show notes, but I think it's your Latina nutritionist or your Latina dietitian on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so like getting a soup and fries is not a healthy meal, but getting soup and salad is a healthy meal. Um, same thing with a sandwich or um, a burger or whatever it is. If you have salad instead of like mashed potatoes or fries or I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of other like really standard restaurant options. That's all I can come up with. Like that makes the meal healthy um, as if your soup doesn't have any vegetables in it, as if your burger doesn't have vegetables on it, um, as if you haven't eaten a vegetable in your entire life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, that's it. It's just not how, it's just not how it works. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, the, I'm trying to be a little more serious now, <laughs> like the, the part that I was, uh, like light bulb went off after I saw stuff on, uh, this person's page. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. Um, is, was like the, the racist part of it because, a lot of thinking is that the vegetables have to be in form of a salad. And that's a very like white North American, like Western European thing to add to a meal mm-hmm. um, around the world. You know, the lettuce doesn't grow. So like the, the concept of adding a salad to the meal isn't, isn't there. It would, the vegetables are present in mm-hmm. other ways, you know, mm-hmm. um, onion is a vegetable like yeah. <laughs> if it's in your I actually did your... clue into that to like a yeah. couple of weeks like a couple of months ago I, mm-hmm. I don't know why I always just my brain it was I was like a flavor not like a vegetable yeah I made something it's... and there's I was like oh I forgot to put vegetables in there's like there's garlic there's onion I was like oh shit or I'm like potatoes partner. are there like you know what I mean like all those things they're they're vegetables like um I don't know plantain like uh I just, I'm trying to think of other vegetables and they're all leaving my mind. Like I'm trying to think of non-typical, typical salad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I mean? Like anyways, so it doesn't have to look like a white Western meal in order for yeah. it to be healthy. And I think that type of meal is usually equated with like having a salad in it. And so then yeah. like the standard of health and healthy meals. Um, and again, I don't super like that term, but that's how yeah. it's like in the world. So I'm just going to keep using yeah. it for right now. Um, includes a salad you know you if know it doesn't have a do salad it doesn't this. count yeah yeah and you know how you do see this in movie and tv and i've noticed it recently is um especially when folks who present as women go on dates mm-hmm. you're like you all they always get a salad it's, yeah and if they don't get a salad if they get like a burger it's like whoa yeah it's like, or a, like a deal no that's like a not like other girls moment yeah. which is yeah. like a whole thing <laughs> a whole other thing and then if they get something like ice cream or like if there's like non there's like quote unquote junk food which I also don't like that term but they'll eat like a bite 
Mm -hmm. ape single bite and then they like walk away like oh gotta go to school or like whatever yeah Mm -hmm. yeah or like especially um I don't know if it happens as much in tv now but like a lot of stuff from the 90s like when we were growing up is was a lot of like oh if I eat that I'm gonna have to do whatever 10,000 steps on the treadmill tomorrow like it's a lot of equating those things and again like that's not as sneaky but it was yeah fucking everywhere yeah (laughs) it still um, is like oh gotta like <laughs> work off that turkey dinner or whatever like, <laughs> like before all the holidays all these like workout yeah. charts come out with uh, it's just such bullshit it again like bullshit. that's just not it's just I I think another light bulb moment for me was when I realized that calories are a unit of measurement they're like feet uh meters oh <laughs> <laughs> No, not actual. <laughs> I was like what? Like Why someone's foot. Going? No, like <laughs> inches, <laughs> meters. Okay, yeah. Okay. Milliliters, <laughs> calories. It's it's a unit of uh, measurement that measures mm. how much energy comes from something. And so, if you're expending so much energy, the understanding is that you would then need to replace that much energy. Um, mm. Unfortunately, that's not it's not a simple in and out equation the way it's always been presented. It's much more complex than that, which is why, uh, I mean, unless you have the time to do the math all day, you just eat when you're hungry yeah. and then you don't eat when you're not hungry and yeah. you don't put too much sun to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that was, that's, that's kind of it for what I was mm-hmm. like, at least all the stuff that I, I wrote down the other shitty one. It's not as sneaky, but like, it never made me feel very good was having, I mean, now it, it's completely out of the question but larger sizes not being available in the store Mm -hmm. or when they organize it the larger sizes are at the back of the rack and the smaller sizes are at the front and so you have to like I remember as a teenager having to do the crawl all the way to the Mm -hmm. back um Mm -hmm. I mean now it doesn't matter because I can't shop at those stores anyways um but uh yeah that or not being available in store um or having the um I remember the store I used to work at um, when they started expanding their size range, they got a lot of flack because um, there wasn't enough floor space for all these extended sizes. And so the solve, instead of like creating different units um, or coming up with more creative displays was to just like kind of tuck the larger sizes like underneath yeah. tables and shit. <laughs> so like, you were looking at the wall where all the rest of the stuff is. It's like, but then if you're above at 12-ish, you kind of had to like, bend over <laughs> and look under the table um to find your size wow. so that's again special. not a sneaky in in the same way as the other ones were but definitely like um uh like a little moment that makes you feel kind of shitty but yourself shitty. for yeah. absolutely no reason it's something yeah. that doesn't sit right and i'm not sure what category it goes into <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think that like a lot of this stuff is I like you're right if you see it a lot in movies and tv but a lot of it you see or depending on what kind of job and like who you are around day to day like I, I work in a retail mm-hmm. place at the moment which has nothing to do with food I mean for humans <laughs> nothing to do with um clothes or whatever but people will still oh yeah it's like such a commonplace thing to be like oh like what are you up to today like oh I'm going for a really long walk to like work off that what, I'm gonna say turkey dinner again yeah, but, ice cream um, probably it's summer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like 
at first when I noticed these things, cause like they do feel icky. And when you're like just leaving diet culture, it, mm-hmm. me, if to me, I was like, how the fuck do I respond to this? And you know, you used to like, whatever you used to do, like I definitely engaged. Like I, you reminded me when you were like saying one of the things is one of my old roommates and I had this like joke that if you like drop the food on the floor, like it, there's no calories in it. It just like, they fall out. which we thought was so funny and like whatever but um you know I like I definitely when I was in like in diet culture would have said shit like this too and I would have like responded in a certain way and it feels weird when these moments happen now and you're like uh like what do I do and I just sort of depending I just sort of sidestep situations like oh like did you see the weather like or like whatever I just will like laugh Mm -hmm. and a laugh that's like if someone knows me they're like oh that's not like their yeah (laughs) real laugh but sort of just like awkwardly change the subject if I don't need to talk to them for a while but those are just sort of like the everyday people you don't really know like customer comes in makes some sort of weird comment sometimes like you know a coworker or whatever will say something and I just sort of like in that case if I feel comfortable I'll like I'll just say like you don't need to earn food Mm-hmm. or something like that not necessarily starting up a conversation but yeah exactly usually <laughs> like I don't have the energy for it I like no. I don't I'm like if I were to do that every single time like one of those comments happens I would probably never stop talking <laughs> and you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no one time uh I said that I was <laughs> being <laughs> paleolo so like paleo <laughs> with like yolo attached <laughs> <laughs> oh and my god moments that's still like you know when you least expect it's so like just pops in your mind you're like fuck you yeah. like yeah that one <laughs> constantly oh no it's just paleolo as in like i want to mm-hmm. drink tonight but mm-hmm. uh no don't worry i'm still i'm still a in quotes good person yeah well i'm still paleo i just <sighs> want to i want to i think it was halloween <laughs> oh yeah paleolo Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh and that God. I'm sure that hashtag is still being used. If you like wanted <laughs> oh, really? to fuck up your feed on oh, Instagram God. and go take a look. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll use somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your burner account. <laughs> Just go take a look. Yeah, oh, look see at all the account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, that's all I got. It's gross shit. It's gross, gross shit. Uh that's that. Um yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let me know what you've noticed in your sneaky yeah, diet culture moments too. because uh, I find them now hilarious, um, a little bit yeah. infuriating, but uh, usually just like, what, what, why yeah. is this happening? Yeah. Uh, why are we okay with this? Why are we okay with talking about bodies this way? Yeah. It's also not true a lot of the time, especially that weight thing. You're like, but why would you write? Like, how could you say those words out loud and be like, but I don't yeah. weigh that much? Like, yeah. I weigh, you know, whatever, 160 pounds. Like, why are you going to make mm-hmm. me say that I weigh 120 pounds? That's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How did they say those things? And like, yeah, perfect. That sounds. Great. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Or I really want people to think that that is true mm-hmm. because that sounds better than my real weight. Gross. You know, which a little more fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Send us your stories or like send us your, your sneaky diet culture ideas. moments. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. You can um send us those stories or other ones questions requests embarrassing stories like whatever to info (laughs) 
I-N-F-O at movewithbilly, M-O-V-E-W-I-T-H-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com. That was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at movewithbilly. My website's movewithbilly.com. And you can follow Jordan at Jordan at Al or Jordan dot at Al. So Jordan dot E-T-A-L on Instagram. Yeah. And then uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow. Mm. I'm not good at that part either. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day. (laughs) Thank you.